Hey there, this is Super CW. I, you should be listening to my SoundCloud at Super CW on SoundCloud. But I guess you can listen to the Maleko and Flash podcast if you really want to, I suppose. I want to take a moment before we do the podcast. I want to talk about my new favorite thing. Okay. This, this flask cap. Oh, yeah. This is the coolest yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were showing me that the other day. This is the coolest thing. I saw this. It was advertised to me on Instagram, and I thought, I need this in my life. So I bought two. I bought one for me and my wife. It's essentially a discreet way to keep your alcohol with you when you're doing everyday things. But it's not a flask. No. It, it goes on to like your hydro flask, whatever. Yeah. whatever. So your hydro flask tumbler or your Yeti tumblers, everybody's got one yeah, now, yeah. right? Whatever it is, you're drinking your water in all day long. Yeah. So you go to the beach, you're not, it's really bad form to go to the beach with like liquor, visible. Is you know? it though? You can't go out there and start pouring Tito's on the beach into your glass because then you're totally- Sure bit. would be great if I could though. But you can't. But you can now with the flask cap because this is cool. It's a cap- that discreetly holds five ounces of liquor in the lid. And you just put it on any one of your existing tumblers. And so you'll grab the tumbler, you fill it with ice, you put Coca-Cola in it. And everybody sees you putting Coca-Cola in it, and that's it. And they're like, oh, I'm only look, drinking Coke. I'm, just drinking I'm only Coke. drinking Coke. Nothing to see here. Move along. Right? And then you put the lid on, and there's a button on top of the lid. And you just push it. It dispenses an ounce of your favorite liquor into your Coke. Oh, my goodness. So now I've got a Jack and Coke. I can push the button all five times, you though, if I want, Absolutely. Right? You lush. You can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, now we're getting somewhere. It's great. It has made beach time so much more fun for me. It works really well, too. It's really well made. It's made in the USA. In fact, they, they made it. A couple of, of, uh, of hipsters in Montana made this thing. And they're selling it now on the internets, and it's fantastic. It's called Flaskap, F-L-A-S-K-A-P. Flaskap. And, and it holds five ounces of liquor. What more do you want? I mean, I, I need this in my life is what I need. I could, be, I could be drinking this right now as we speak. If you want one, we are going to give you one. What? At the end I of this one. episode. Listen, at the end of this episode, we're going to tell you how you can win your very own flask cap and make your life five ounces cooler. <laughs> I think we can all agree the Moleco and Flask podcast is better with a cocktail in your hand. You know, our podcast sucks. <laughs> and uh, the only way to make it suck less... Is to drink more. It's true. And so we encourage you to do lots of that while listening to this podcast. But specifically, it gets even funnier only if <laughs> you drink Tito's vodka. <laughs> I mean, it's funny with all alcohol, but let's let's be it's honest. It's more funny. It's, it's more funny. It's easier to drink Tito's vodka than any other drink, really. It's, it's mom approved, specifically my mom approved. She's our only listener, and she only listens after she's had mm, one to four Tito's drinks. <laughs> Give or take. Uh, of course, Tito's is going to make our show funnier, and Tito's is just going to make life funnier. And if you're a single dude... It might uh, help you in other ways as well. Now, if you're not familiar, Tito's is handmade vodka created in the U.S. It all started in Austin, Texas. 
Uh, it is made in a craft environment, really small distillery. They still make it like they used to make it. It's not made in some fancy French distillery in the middle of nowhere <laughs> that sells their crap to Costco. It's Tito's. They make it in the wow, U.S. Wow, shots fired. It's amazing. Listen, it's gluten-free. It's organic. It's all that hipster stuff you like now. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, who cares? It's delicious. It's very easy to drink. It's very easy to drink. I've obviously had a couple... Before we did this. (laughs) Is that why that Tito's bottle is empty? Thanks, Flash. Oh, hey, shout out to Naomi at Pacific Edge Magazine, by the way. She's so hot. We're just shouting her out because she's she's hot. (laughs) That's not it, Flash. What? No, I love Pacific Edge Magazine. Actually, the magazine's great. This this month, they are doing a special women in business issue. I love women in business. I think we know where this is going. Uh, they're actually, they recognize a bunch of fantastic leading ladies in Honolulu. Uh, and you can check it out. That is the April issue of Pacific Edge Magazine. Can't and wait. if you want to pick it up, uh, you can pick it up uh, at the special event that they're hosting on Tuesday, April 30th at the Hawaiian Mission, Mission Houses Historic Site and Archives. You can get more information by visiting their website, PacificEdgeMagazine.com. I also think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they have a digital copy on their website of whatever issue they've got coming up. And, oh, by the way, they throw these monthly launch parties, Mm -hmm. and typically some guy named Flash, who's a much better MC than some other people in the room, maybe he's there hosting as well. Oh, is that that what's going on over there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't need to host the event. I'm actually in one of the magazines. Are you in one of the magazines? You can search Maleko, and you can find my special centerfold. Centerfold? It's like Burt Reynolds style, like (laughs) naked. (laughs) Check it out, PacificEdgeMagazine.com and learn more. So we spent a lot of time encouraging people to make cocktails and to enjoy cocktails while they're listening to this podcast. And it occurred to me the other day that people might actually be in a car listening to this podcast. And we want to just let you know, we are absolutely opposed against, we strand strongly against you, drinking we, and driving. We, 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 we strand, what? Yeah, don't, don't slosh and drive. See, the way you're talking right now, you shouldn't be driving. No, what we should be doing is ordering a lift. Yes, Because that's what responsible drinkers do. Yes, I know those two things don't normally go together, responsible and drinkers, (laughs) especially when it comes to us. But you can do it responsibly. In fact, we encourage you to drink as much as you want. Just make sure that you have a ride planned. And the best way to do that is to have the Lyft app ready to go. And in Honolulu, there's no better way to get around than with Lyft. It's so easy. I use it seriously all the time if I know I'm going to have more than one drink. Like when we do this stupid podcast, (laughs) I'm definitely ordering a lift uh, to and from the studio. It's just a smart thing to do, and it's easy. And it's not really that hard. It's it's just – you just said that, actually. I did. And also, it's not expensive. You've had too much to drink. See? Exactly. <laughs> I rest my case. We are, we are a walking example of why you shouldn't be driving a motor vehicle <laughs> after a couple cocktails. So use Lyft. <laughs> Say the name Super CW to anyone who's lived in Hawaii over the past decade, and you're likely to hear a story about how that person first met Krista with specifics, down to the date, time, and location. Krista Whitmire was a DJ, a former marketing director, an event planner, a blogger, a photographer, and one of the key people behind the artist collective Pow Wow Hawaii. 
Her award-winning blog, SuperCW.com, began with a humble collage of photographs she'd taken from the night before, including a step-by-step walkthrough of the night's activities. Eventually, it would become one of Hawaii's most trusted sources for what's hot in Honolulu. SuperCW waged a well-documented battle with cancer for three and a half years and became a fighter for a cause, raising money for treatment and during that time co-founding a nonprofit Aloha Cancer Project to help raise awareness and to help other cancer patients. Krista died in Minnesota with her family at her side at 43. This episode is dedicated to her and everyone who knew her. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Maleko and Flash podcast on this Wednesday, February 13th. Uh, I'm Maleko. Hey, and I'm Flash. And we have assembled a collection of friends and, uh, and, and fans of Krista that we're going to be talking to today. A bit of a round table uh, as we remember our good friend. I'd like to say an all-star panel, but really it's just a bunch of hooligans <laughs> <laughs> that we rounded up from Chinatown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As, as perfectly uh, epitomizes Krista. I'd say Krista would approve of the hooligans in the studio today. Uh, many will be stopping by late, uh, as uh, Krista would not approve, but uh, they'll be coming in as, as we go on here, and uh, we'll go through them. Uh, we'll introduce you to them as they arrive. So, Flash, who's, who got here early? Well, <clears throat> yeah. Surprisingly, Marty from next door. <laughs> where, where are you, the GM now? The owner. Okay, he's the owner, owner of next door. Uh, Marty, who was a bar manager at Soho mm-hmm. and uh, was a longtime bar manager at next door and uh, worked hand in hand with Daniel Gray, who Krista founded the Aloha Cancer Project with. And Daniel and Krista were very, very good friends. In fact, Krista's the one that introduced me to Daniel. Uh, Marty's going to be making us cocktails, but also chiming in uh, today as well, uh, giving us the Daniel perspective, among other things, for Krista. We've got Mikey Inouye, who is... I'm not even sure what Mikey does for a living outside of being very politically active. Um, but Mikey is one of Krista's dear friends and workout partners. Um, and Mikey has really been um, probably helped me more than anybody else is dealing with all the, uh, the, the stuff you need to deal with when someone passes away. The aftermath. Yeah. The, the, the not fun, not glamorous stuff. Mikey's really been there. Um, and Mikey's done a bunch of film. You filmed a bunch of stuff with her as well, yeah. right? For, for the movie and stuff. And then we have the producer, director, editor, all things Super CW documentary movie that's been in the works for, I think, almost five years now. Uh, he is one of the founders, if not the founder, of the Ohina Short Film Festival. Uh, executive director. Executive Can't director. Claim credit for uh, yeah. <laughs> Gerard Elmore is in the house as well, and uh, you know he's. I mean, I think it, at this point, you know Krista more intimately than anybody. Um, not just from hanging out with her so much from shooting her documentary, but looking at geez, I don't know what hundreds of hours of footage of her over not just the last five years, but I know you've been um, putting together you know stuff back when she was healthy and. And vibrant, you know, before she even got cancer, compiling a bunch of stuff. So I think at this point, you know, he might be the biggest Krista expert <laughs> yeah. that there is. And there'll be some other people joining joining us as well. Um, Maleko has actually known Krista longer than any of us. Maleko is actually the person that introduced me to Krista at a skyline, I think, back in 2004. One of, we didn't even have a, a regular date yet because it was the Memorial Day Sunday. 
Uh, yeah, I think it was August. It was May. September. No, no, no. Oh, it was, was it May? It was May, because it was oh, like our third one, okay. and we, at this point, couldn't sell tables to save our lives, so we, we comped you a table, and you brought this girl, Krista, out. <laughs> and, uh, so. and then the party took off. It was weird how <laughs> yeah. that worked out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Maleko has known Krista longer than anybody, and uh, you're the reason that uh, I met Krista, so thank you to you, sir. Yeah, well, thank you uh, for assembling this group of all-stars here today. I, I think the best way to start this would be to start with your Krista story. And like I said, if you say Super CW to somebody, um, their instant response is to say, oh, here's where I met her, or here's how I know her. Um, and Almost everybody I've talked to can say exactly where they were, what yeah. day and what time they were. It is interesting. When yeah. they met her, uh, she had that kind of, of bookmarking ability. Like, she could definitely bookmark a chapter in your life. Uh, so we'll, we'll just go around the table. Just uh, start with that. So, Flash, you, you just described meeting her at Skyline uh, after comping us a booth, which we took great advantage of. Comping you a booth. I didn't know anyone else. You brought five girls. You know, Maleko used to be so fun when he was single. <laughs> It was it was Maleko and, and five uh, yeah. cute little women, and Krista was one of them. And uh, her and I just immediate. She, Krista is just this like comet ball of energy when she comes into a room, and even just sitting in the booth when I met her, it's she just had an energy that was different than everybody else's energy. She and could definitely change the energy. You have a lot of energy. I have a lot of energy, but she had this other level. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons her and I vibed right away and probably one of the reasons you did too is just like we're all operating on this like manic level of energy and we got to do everything all the time hurry and we got to do it like a hundred percent and um, we met that night we ended up getting blackout drunk at the wave I think ended up going back to my house I mean we, we did we, we we ran we checked off all the boxes in the first night of like what you, what you do with someone that you know and yeah and uh, after that I mean I went from not knowing her to we went to every event. Oh, she went to all my events. I went to everything with her. We just like literally instantly became best friends. Legendary friendship status. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Marty, you remember when she walked in? Uh, was it at Next Door that you met her? Oh, no. It was, at, uh, it was back when we were building Soho. So I met her through Daniel Gray. Um, I remember when she she came in and just, you know, that Christmas smile that just beams and just lights up the whole room. She comes in. And she's like, oh, my God, Daniel, what are you doing? How are you going to build this? Asking us all these questions. Daniel gives her a hammer. She's running around <laughs> trying to help us, like, put the bar together. Like, I don't know if you saw Soho when we took it over, but it was it was, yeah. it was a disaster. It kind of, yeah. And, I mean. Compared like, to that shining jewel it was yes. after you guys took over. <laughs> you really did a lot. Yes. <laughs> no, and, uh. Yeah, she just she. I mean, she was there uh, to help us to help us build it, help start it. Uh, like you said, DJ, she did everything. Yeah. She was just. You remember just when that was? Up to, that was. Think back to when you opened March Soho. Or, you know? Yeah, it was. It was around March 2010. Okay. It was somewhere around March, in March or April 2010. So she'd already started DJing. That was something that came yeah. later for her. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I know. I, I remember when she first started. Because it was with Joel and them in the EDM room in, at, yeah. at Zoho. It was a rough start for oh, her. Yeah. Yeah, she, oh, yeah. But she she had a quick learning curve on that. She never gave up. And yeah. she, never, she never had a bad time. She, yeah. she was always smiling, always having a good time no matter what she was doing. That That's the thing that I love most about her. Yeah, I think a lot of people would say that, too. Uh, how about you, Mikey? I, I know we would see you bouncing around with her quite often. Or, you know, every time she saw you, she lit up. 
Uh, but what was that moment where uh, where you met her? Yeah, um, my first uh, Krista experience was also like one of my favorite memories with Krista. Um, it was about 12 years ago. Um, I just started picking up a camera and shooting. Like I, I was nowhere near to even being confident enough to call myself a filmmaker at that point. Um, and uh, we were at this like event, uh, the venue of which I will not name because part of what made Krista so awesome was that like if something wasn't good, she just wouldn't talk about it, you know, like, uh, like uh, she, she always hyped up the things that she loved. And then the things that she had no nice things to say, she would just say nothing of. Um, oh, and, she would say it. Oh, she yeah. just said not, it not off the print. record, yeah. behind closed doors, yeah. not on social media. Yeah. yeah. So this event was, was straight trash. Um, we, were, we were the only ones there. Me, the one who was shooting it, and her, the one who was writing it up. And, um, yeah, like, uh, I'm, I'm so glad that Marty's here to make us some, like, good cocktails because these were the worst cocktails I'd ever like one oh had like gosh. strawberries and cilantro in it and uh, oh. it, uh, it was wild I and, know it wasn't Soho then <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um, and then we were just really bored and just getting to know each other and then uh, they just started playing some music in this empty dance floor and she's like hey let's go dance and I'm like well, you know, like, so I was in, like, my early 20s. I somehow managed to go through my entire college life with, like, just drinking and standing against the wall talking to people without dancing. I was like, I'm not much of a dancer. And she's like, just come on. There's nobody here. Like, there's zero pressure. And so I was like, okay, what do I do? And it's just, she just said, just follow the beat, you know? And um, within a couple of months, like, I was, like, when I got back home from college, I had no people. Um, like, a lot of my best friends had moved um, elsewhere onto the continent and um i was i was really lonely and kind of like kind of lost and um crystal would just start inviting me to all these things in chinatown and around town and then um i started coming out of my shell and dancing a lot you know and like <laughs> uh getting really deep into the music scene and um and then into the film scene and like she pushed me into so many things that i would not have had the courage to do had she not believed in me and saw something in me that even I couldn't see in myself at the time. It's amazing how she shares that with you and she makes you feel like you are absolutely everything you want to be. Uh, and she winds up in turn making you who you want to be. Yeah. Um, I've been saying this a lot lately. Like she, she saw the best possible version of you and would do everything that she could within her power to make sure that you became that person. Which is why so many people loved her, right? Because she was so, like, empowering for you. Yeah. She was always uplifting you, telling yeah. you how awesome you were and why you were awesome. Like you said, she always saw the best version of everybody. And, of course, like, who doesn't want to be around somebody <laughs> like that? I'm always telling Malika he's fat, he's <laughs> ugly. I don't like, know why we're yeah. still friends. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's messed up. Yeah, and, and she, um, like, she was, she's one of the few people where, like, when I, I would tell her something good that was happening in my life or something about something that was happening with me that I was working on that I was really excited about. And she, she was one of the only people where I could actually tell that she was celebrating with me, you know? Yeah. She wasn't just waiting to talk. Like, she was, like, in that same moment of joy or excitement that I was in. And, and, and it really taught me that, like, I need to, everyone needs to be in that place when someone is trying to share their joy with you. 
Also, um, being genuinely happy for your success. Exactly. Not like yeah. the frenemy version of like, oh, cool, exactly. I'm so stoked for you. <laughs> she was genuinely like, oh, so, so genuinely happy of whatever successes that you had yeah. or have. Yeah. And speaking of success, she believed in and she pushed a project uh, up until her death um, that she thought uh, would absolutely be uh, – be her legacy and she chose a filmmaker uh to do that who is now about to debut that film and gerard you actually you you got it in the can it's ready to go and uh, the big world premiere announcement today is that it's going to be shown yeah um I, and i could go back to when i met krista as well let's you do know because it. it's this is a this is a long journey to get to the film um I, I actually met her a long time ago, and I, I think I met her at Next Door. And back in those days, I was actually a freestyler and a break dancer. Oh, wow. Yes. Wow, okay. Yes. Do this is stuff this you was? guys own. Like what year? 1987? Uh, no. <laughs> no. I mean, we there was a hip-hop uh, group of us. Like It was like uh, Angry Wobots and um, Travis and a bunch of us that yeah. ran together and sort of we i met krista you know kind of because i was always constantly going out to we would break dance sure and freestyle and and she naturally expressed an interest in that yeah of course she's she loves music any kind yeah. of music so i actually met her through that okay and then filmmaking was kind of something that came afterwards well, um, let's go back to that then let's go back to when you met her when you were break dancing a different version of you yeah uh and where where were you next door you said i'm pretty sure it was next door and i was part of the night diaries when she was doing that and, and it was always a big deal if you got into the diaries yeah because and she says it in the movie and you know I, I i do feel like i know a lot because i've gone through years of stuff with her um and there'd be people trolling through those mm-hmm. I like that person. I like that person. But for me, it was just cool to be in Krista's blog. You know, it's like, oh, I kind of made it. I'm you yeah. know, part of the nightlife and stuff like that. So um, like Mikey, it took me a while to come out of my shell, and I wasn't really a, a night person. We went out just to actually practice rapping, <laughs> you know, and actually get better at it. And we, we actually got uh, went out to to be friends with stuff. And Krista was always a positive energy, you know? And I think everyone's going to say that. There's yeah. never any ounce of negativity coming out of uh, Krista. And she was always very supportive. And how I actually got to, you know, be a part of the movie is, is another crazy story because, um, you know, the movie has been passed to different filmmakers, actually. I didn't start it. Um, I was actually doing Ohina. We we're doing a filmmakers dinner, and um, she was actually showing her Snapchats. You know, her Snapchat, her like Snapchat a, cancer, right. right? And it was a comp of everything. And which, by the way, Google that, and I think it's on her blog too. But you can just uh, Google uh, Super CW Snapchat. It's a U- It's on YouTube, trailer. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's eight minutes long. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, and I that, mean, she was a good little filmmaker in her own right. I really, I mean, yes, that, that thing is amazing. It's a it's a long journey. It's a crazy journey because you get it from her POV, mm-hmm. um, and it's pretty intense because you really get a sense of what it's like to be in her shoes when you're going through the treatment. If you do go through the treatment, um, and it's it's an intense you know situation. But 
um, she was showing it and I was just walking by and I just kind of offhanded said, if you ever need help, I'll help you. You know, whatever you need, Krista, I'll help you. And sure enough, like a week later, yeah. Gerard, <laughs> <laughs> I need help. Everyone's giving up, you know, pretty much, uh, you know, everyone's throwing their hands up in the air and uh, we just need someone to just, you know, take it over. And, and I was like, you know, whatever you need, Krista. I mean, you know, you're such a positive energy. You're just a great story. You make a difference in this community. And, and that's all she wanted to do was make a difference. Right. And everyone in this room is testament that she's made a difference. Um, and there's literally like hundreds of people throughout the videos that talk about the same thing. And um, I truly believe that. And that's why I was like, you know, I'm going to take this up. Uh, Krista, let me know what you need. If you need me to shoot stuff, I'll shoot stuff. I'll put it together. Um, I'm there, you know, and um, and I took it up from there and uh, made it to the end. Um, and. The important thing to know is I'm, I'm you know, I'm actually grateful for, to Flash and you that, um, you know, you guys were kicking my butt to get it done before she passed away. And we showed it to her, you know, showed her her film. And I think it's going to be a great tribute to who she was, what her life was. Um, and it has the Snapchats in there and, and it has her energy, it has her light. Um, and also the difference that she'll continue to make, you know, beyond our experiences with her. We're going to talk a little bit more about that movie in just a few, but we want to introduce another guest who just arrived, uh, a longtime friend of Krista as well, uh, met about the same time as Flash met her in the Skyline era, uh, and uh, she's now uh, uh, on the OHA uh, board. Uh, she was elected in this past uh, election day. Uh, Kale Akaka is with us now, and Kale, thanks for coming in. Aloha. It's great to have you here. We're sharing our stories of when you met Krista, mm. where you were, when you were, uh, and what kind of happened that night? Do you want to share your story? Jeez, I think it was about circa 2003. It was through Ryan Matsumoto, also known as Hawaiian Ryan. And that was a pretty good time on the scene where the wave was always going off. Um, eventually, we did have Skyline, and there was just so much to do. Thank you, Flash, for all of that fun. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there will be more fun to come, hopefully. Fun but, on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, geez, uh, I have so, ma so many memories of Krista, mm -hmm. Super CW, Krista Curtis Whitmire, her <laughs> proper name. And, um, yeah, we just had a lot of fun. We had cars almost matching that we named Lulu and Lilu. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Oh, that's cute. Geez, I mean, every week was an adventure. We, were, we would go to like three or four spots in one night. Well, that was, I mean, you're talking about the days when we were all going to three or four spots in one night. Yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, it, we were going out five, six, seven nights a week. And we oh, were, to be 20 We were again. always yeah. all together. <laughs> to be in our 20s <laughs> really? one more time. I mean, we were <laughs> lovingly called the super crew, mm -hmm. and we had a lot of fun. We and did. It, and it, it was fun with the themes uh, dressing up, meeting people, Steve Aoki, then Kid Millionaire, mm -hmm. um, Adam Sachs. <laughs> well, <laughs> so many, so many of the usual suspects. Ravi oh, drums, right, right. Ravi uh, drums. Uh, yeah. um, 
Mark Davis, known as Richard, Richard Cheese. Cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a bit. Uh, I want to get into that a little bit, but first, uh, everyone's a little parched, I can tell. So parched. M- Marty is here. Uh, Marty, you got one job. Make us some cocktails. What do you got? Uh, we're going to drink Daniels. Okay. Which was also, uh, I can't remember. Not Jack Daniels. Yeah, the name no, no, of the no. drink, the, the is, name of the drink is, is, is named Daniel. after Daniel named Gray. Named after Daniel Gray. Uh, Krista was a big fan of this one, so I'm going to whip us up a few. Okay. Sounds good. What's uh, in the Daniel? Uh, blueberry, three olives, vodka, pine, cran, and uh, Rockstar, I guess. Okay. Instead of Red Bull. Whoa. Instead of Red Bull. Yeah, they would have insisted yeah. on Red Bull, but it's a different era. No one yeah. drinks that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Not in this studio. Um, getting back to Gerard in the film real quick while uh, Marty makes the cocktails is um, you will be able to see 30 minutes of it at the Super CW uh, Life Celebration this Saturday February 16th at the Republic. Uh, we're going to show it at 6 p.m., and Gerard is going to introduce it as well, um, shed some more light on it as well. But we've got all those giant big screens at the Republic on that giant, massive Republic sound system. Uh, we'll be able to see 30 minutes of the movie. I'm actually really, really looking forward to it. Let's talk more about what's happening this Saturday. The event is a celebration of life. It's a, a memorial, but it, it's in Krista style, which means it's going to be a party. We've got DJs. Uh, there's going to be a fundraising effort for Aloha Cancer. Uh, there's also going to be uh, a number of surprise guests, people that knew her, people that uh, remember her, people that want to share stories. And then there will be, of course, uh, some highlight moments like the video, uh, like a slideshow that was made just for this event. Uh, By Gerard uh, as well. <laughs> oh, you made it too. Cranking them out, man. <laughs> Cranking them out. Putting that boy to work. <laughs> Uh, and, of course, there will be uh, a lot of other surprises. So that give us some details on that. Uh, so it's this Saturday, February 16th at the Republic. Doors open at 5 p.m. It's 18 and up. Uh, you can go to jointherepublic.com for tickets and more info. 100% of the net proceeds are going to go to Krista's family and then uh, to the Aloha Cancer Project. Her sister is going to be here, uh, Lisa, who is basically her personal 24-hour caregiver the last six weeks or so of her life. Um, we're going to have Jasper Wong, uh, one of the co-founders of Pow Wow, do a live painting on the stage that uh, some guy named Maleko is then going to auction off. <laughs> um, we have Aaron De La Cruz, another Pow Wow artist who painted her infamous pink and white BMW. And the not the black and white one. No, he did the pink no, and the white. No, the pink and white, the new one. So he's going to be there and tell us a little bit about how that came about. And then we're going to auction off her car as well, her infamous BMW, which is essentially a rolling canvas. Um, and, of course, all the proceeds of that is going to go to Aloha Cancer Project and Krista's family. Um, my buddy Johnny Helm, he's a fantastic musician, wrote a song about Krista. He's going to perform that. Um, we do have one big surprise guest speaker. Um, this, It's not... There is no public funeral. This is, in lieu of that, this is what everyone gets. So we we are going to have some moments where we, you know, um, stop the music, stop the party a little bit and have, you know, some people talk. Maleko is going to talk. Gerard's going to talk. I'm going to talk. Mikey's going to talk. A couple other people. Um, Lisa, her sister, is going to talk. Uh, and a few more others that will keep us surprised as well. But there's, there's actually a bunch of people flying in uh, for this. I think it's going to be... 
it's going to be like a high school reunion for a lot of people. And instead of, you know, having that commonality of like, oh, we were all in the same class together 20 years ago. It's like we have that commonality of Krista. And I think it's going to make for a really cool, fun night. And because of the type of person that she was and the type of impact she had on everyone's life, I feel like it's just going to be like this really cool, like really fun thing. And it's going to be a bunch of her favorite DJs, all the girl gang DJs, Jam, Uzilla, Titabite. Um, and who am I missing? Gnarly. Gnarly. They're all, they're all going to spin. I just think it's, you know, it's getting all of us together with yeah. cocktails and mm-hmm. great music. It's like what well, Krista couldn't ask, you know, for anything more than that. I'm well, going to want a part two on it, too. You want a what? I want a part two on this. Oh, oh, okay. I want more than, we'll I want more than one just keep night. Going. Yes. Oh, 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 oh there okay. will be. Yes. There will be. Which we'll talk about, yeah. right? Well, there you know, she's, yeah, she's got yeah. an opportunity here to, she's met... And she's friends with so many people in Hawaii that she wound up meeting all of the right people to put a party like this together. She knows club promoters. She knows club owners. I mean, you've got the Republic. You've got Flash. You've got all the liquor distribution. You've got everything together. You couldn't build a better party if you opened up the phone book to call people. It's just all you had to do was look at Krista's phone, and instantly you're connected with all the right people to make a great party. Yeah, or back in the day, go to supercw.com. Exactly. Just go to the, her, her nightlife blog, Yeah, which Wait, I didn't even know what a blog was before. Though, can we reminisce on how that was like the the thing to look up for when that came out mm-hmm. before social media was a thing? We waited for her blog to come up and all the crazy fun that would ensue from that. I do want to say um, that the blog is back up. Supercw.com is, is back up, and it'll probably be up in perpetuity forever now we've got that figured out so you can actually go back mm-hmm. now and it's all to archived and it's all by year and by month you can go back to the very beginning and go down memory lane and it is you know you look at people like all of us in this room like <laughs> these pictures of us 10 years ago by the way we still look fabulous <laughs> we still look fabulous we still look fabulous we still look like ourselves if you want the 10 year <laughs> challenge just go to supercw.com yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> So, you know, one of the things that, that I recognize that made uh, hanging out with Krista so fun was her ability not just to liven the party, but to remember the party. And, you know, when you're, when you're drinking, when you're having fun, when you're celebrating with people, uh, I mean, I'm the first to admit that I'm terrible with names. Like, I'll be hanging out with people and I'll meet you ten times before I remember what your name is. Um, and right away, she had this gift Grab this drink from Marty. Thank you. She had this gift that she was able to remember everybody's name the first time she met them. Not just that, but but who they are, who, what they did, yeah, the whole thing. And where every single they time met. she'd introduce us, she's like, like a, did you know? Yeah. Do you know Flash, the fabulous promoter? Da, da, do you know Kalikino Kaka? Da, 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 da. It's like a, it's like a business card slash resume yes. that she like yeah. introduces you with this bullet point paragraph highlight of your life Mm -hmm. to everyone Mm -hmm. else. She's like a walking publicist Mm -hmm. for every one of her friends. And a publicist is a good word. When we were hanging out, there was a period of time where she and I were inseparable. Uh, We would be together six nights a week going to four or five parties a night. Mm Um, and every time so we went exhausting. somewhere, exhausting, <laughs> exhausting to think about now. So much fun. So, much so fun. exhausting. <laughs> but as I think about it back then, with my terrible memory of names, you know, I would go to a party and suddenly I was meeting more people because I'd met this guy three or four times and she's like, no, that's Mikey Noise, this. And she would go on and on and she would, I'm gonna, of course, I'd meet him again. I'd be like, hey, Mikey, what's going on? And when you hear your name from somebody else, it, it makes a better connection. Um, and I was able to do that with people. She made me a better friend 
as I was meeting people, um, which is one of the things that I think made her really special. Let's talk more about yeah. that. But first, word of the day. Drinks. We need a word of the day. The word of the day is exciting, I think. <laughs> exciting. It's exciting. Exciting. I love us. Cheers, everybody. Love These you, are Daniels Krista. from Marty. Thank you, sir. Mm. Get excited. It's exciting. One of her catchphrases, but I mean, not just a catchphrase, literally the way she lived her life. It didn't matter what was on the agenda for the night. If, if there was something that could be gone to, mm-hmm. we would go. Mm-hmm. If it didn't matter, it's like, oh, there's an art gallery opening. Oh, there's, somebody's got some house party going on. A bunch of people are gathering at this place. Let's go. And even if it was a disaster, we went, and it was fun for us. Yeah, 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 but whatever. <laughs> yeah, that, that's uh, that's one of the things that uh, I really uh, loved about Krista. Um, you know how like they say like half of parenting is just showing up. I feel like that's a lot of things, uh, like your job or like if you're engaged with the community, or if you're just being like a good friend. Like she always showed up. You know. Um, Early. Yeah. yeah. She was the first to the party. Yeah, sometimes before you did to your own thing. (laughs) Um, Annoyingly early, especially if she was the one picking you up. (laughs) (laughs) She also knew a lot of people, uh, even people we don't even know about, you know, the celebrities, um, Mm -hmm. you know. Everyone well, she knew everybody in every TV show that ever filmed in Hawaii, right? I mean, she was friends with the entire 5-0 crew, uh, a lot of the lost guys. Uh, of course, all of the the back, and not just the stars, but the crew. You know, the people in the black shirts that hide behind the cameras, uh, yeah. and the lights. You know, these guys. She knows all of them by name. Knows yeah, everything Evangeline about them. Lily. I mean, she threw party Kulo Ranch for them for Lost. I mean, you know, this, we're talking about the person who is like the contact for everyone. Yeah, yeah. I met. Um, I mean, Daniel Day Kim and Grace Park. I met through Krista, and it's. And you're good and friends with them now, too, as a result. Plus, yeah. do, you, do you remember it was me, you, Krista, Daniel, and Daniel Day Kim playing trivia at Manifest together? But DDK <laughs> was on our... You were you were pretty hammered. You were useless. <laughs> but Duh. We, we came in second. Me, Daniel, Krista, and DDK came in second. That's a hard pretty, place to yeah. win. That trivia is not easy there. It's not. It's not. But I, was I on mean, the team? yeah, you were there. <laughs> Useless. You, you, you were in and out because you were on and off your phone the whole time because it was, you know, 7 p.m. So, of course, you were hammered. Yeah. Because what else do you do at 7 p.m.? This sounds totally on like a Flash. On a Tuesday. <laughs> on a Tuesday. <laughs> it was amazing. Like, she was so generous with that mm-hmm. network, too. Like, um, yeah. and, and like, just like being that close to her, you, we all know, like, how often people took advantage of that. Yeah. And, like, and then, like, uh, would just like hit her up for things or for or you know just like in a really non-reciprocal kind of inconsiderate way but she just she didn't ever stop like keeping that that network open because she just wanted everyone to like build together and to yeah. create cool the, things and, and amazing memories together well she was the connector yeah, yeah. And, and it was no big deal for her she didn't really it was an ego you mm-hmm. know some people will be oh yeah that's my friend name drop and she was that. very egoless yes as a person always yeah mm-hmm. never wanting to talk about herself always wanting to talk about what you just did and tell yes. the whole room what you yes. just yeah. did and your latest yes. success yeah. and she could have just gotten you know some whatever magical thing yes. happened to her and all she wants to talk about is this amazing thing that just happened to you and she would be genuinely so happy and excited for you like just the way Mikey was saying um, in a way that's I mean it's sadly really rare yeah. it is it is 
She definitely was selfless. I mean, and I mean, she'll talk about it and you'll see it in the movie. I mean, you know, she was always, even to the end, that's, you know, part of the reason why we never got to say goodbye is that it's all about everyone else. It's not about her. It's about everyone else. To the bitter end, it was always about everyone else. You had the opportunity to meet a lot of these people in yeah. making the film. Now that the film is mostly done, done, we'll say, uh, what are some of the the highlights from that that you think will maybe even surprise some close friends of hers? Well, the 30-minute the version is, you know, we kind of took out some of the darker moments. Um, she think she really wanted to, people to see that because the movie is meant for people who are going through it too. You know, the people who get cancer, that's not a death sentence, right? It's, it's an opportunity to grab life and, and, and really run with it. Um, she only wanted to focus on the positive. And the theme that she kept saying, and she'll say it throughout, is um, people will say, um, hey, you look great today, or things like that. And she's like, of course I look great today. <laughs> I should look great today. I had not, good to see you. Good to see you. I love you, Crystal. Yeah. Thanks, um, yeah, and... and She's, you know, one of the surprising things is when she first got the diagnosis. And by the way, in a lot of the footage, we see Flash always by her side uh, through a lot of the treatments and a lot of um, really gnarly moments. Um, and and you could tell that you really, really loved her. And, and she appreciated you a lot for it. And I think I've told you that as well. But uh, when she first got diagnosed... Um, you know, she kind of wanted to, in her words, moonwalk out of the room, <laughs> you know, yeah. and just kind of just slink away, right, and and just uh, not bum anyone's day. That's her exact words. She didn't want to depress anyone. She didn't want anyone, you know, to have a, a bummer of a day. You know, it just goes to show that she really was never, it was never about her, never. You know, and, and again, you know, even then she didn't want people to say goodbye. She didn't want people to get sad. It was just, hey, you know, be happy. Yeah. It was interesting to see how it all unfolded for the world to see on her stories, on her Snapchat stories. Um, and now today with Instagram stories, uh, it's commonplace for people to share what's going on. Here's what I'm eating for lunch. Here's where I'm stuck in traffic. Here's who I'm meeting today. Uh, but if you go back to pre-Instagram, now let's go to Snapchat. Snapchat was still kind of a niche product, and not a lot of people used it. Um, and the people who did used it uh, sporadically. But Krista would document hours of her day in Snapchat just regularly. And that goes back to even before then, before that social network, when she would do it on her blog. And when we would go out, she would always have this this camera. I remember she had... It was a little silver camera, and it always was with her. It was always in her purse, and it would come out, and she would take these great photos without even looking at the camera. She would just <laughs> lift it up in the air and just snap a photo, and it would be the most awesome photo uh, of the night, um, sometimes with swirly lines or something that almost mimicked how drunk we felt when the photo was being taken. But she would catalog the entire night. So she was a sharer of her life. She was, I mean, today some people might think it's oversharing to share that much. But she literally was live streaming her entire life. And yeah. so when the diagnosis came out, I remember I was watching her Snapchat. 
and I saw it come and go. It was so quick. She said, uh, you know, it's in the, the, the movie where she says, okay, it's cancer. And she starts to move on with what's going on. It's just a, a small clip, you know, Snapchat clip. It's tiny. Uh, and I remember I saw that as I'm scrolling through everybody else's day. And I remember at the end of the day, it didn't click really. You know, I say, I think, I wonder, I wonder what that meant. You know, I didn't believe it at first. I remember I was talking with Flash about it a, a couple of days later. And I said, I think she might have cancer. And it wasn't something that, that we knew. It wasn't something she told anybody. It was something that just came and went in a Snapchat story before it eventually uh, became common knowledge. Well, I knew. And uh, in the I was there in the room when she uh, – there was speculation, and it's like it's probably this, but you don't have the, like, 100% confirmation yet. So we went um, to the doctor, and when they told her this, it is cancer, um, and it's not just cancer. It's stage 4 cancer. Um, and – it, she didn't. Uh, she was processing. She didn't know what to do yet. You know. Later on, it's then she decided eventually, but pretty quickly that okay, I have cancer. What am? What? How do I make you know uh, lemonade out of these lemons? And she had decided that she was going to be very public with everything to help other people with cancer go through that. But at that moment, those first few days, she didn't know what to do or how to process it or what what am I am I going to do next and and what does it even mean because when you first get cancer you don't even know or understand what's going to happen next which is a huge reason of why she founded Aloha Cancer Project and a huge reason why she put all this out there so publicly because that fear of the unknown and what the next step is. What, what do I need to do next as far as doctors go? What do I need to do next as far as my job goes, my family goes, my friends go? It's a really uh, overwhelming thing to deal with on top of, oh, by the way, I have stage four cancer and I'm just trying to like be healthy and live my life. So it was several days before she put it out there. And she knew if she put it out there that that was going to, be a titanic shift in people's focus on her and i think that when she decided to go public with it that's when she already had in mind because she was going to get so much attention of like how can i use this for good yeah i think yeah yeah in the movie she she explains it but it's actually uh a conversation of her (laughs) and uh nina that actually turns things for her. Um, and it's actually a psychic that sort of pulls her out of this slump that she's in. Cause she's, she really doesn't want to show people, but I mean, she, she goes through some dark moments there. And then here's a psychic that's saying, if you do it this way, you got a chance. And she's like, I got a chance. And it just snapped her out. And, and she just kind of goes, Ooh, I'm going for it. Right. And, and then, um, in Nina's words, she was like, like, like none, like her motivation was like no other. Uh, and that's when she started writing this thing out, you know, and she wrote a plan. She wrote a plan. It's cancer a, plan an of actual attack. Yeah. cancer plan of attack. And it's something that she's sharing with people. Um, one of the stats that Nina gave, that's actually pretty shocking is like one in four people will get cancer in our lifetimes. Um, I think, uh, I think women, it's, 
a little better than men. Um, but and, for breast cancer, it's one in eight women get breast cancer. What was the original diagnosis with Krista? Cancer? S- stage four breast cancer. Breast cancer. But by then, it had spread. It was in her lungs. Yeah. It was in her lymph node. I mean, stage four means it's all over your body. It's and, not just the place of origin and, any, and anymore. And metastatic, um, which, which uh, I think you know, some people should know that when it's that, it just keeps coming. It just never mm-hmm. goes away, um, which is what, uh, which is just really hard to fight. Um, and so Krista just kept beating the odds that they kept giving to her because she was just doing her own thing, blending. And she was out there seeking all this advice from Western medicine and naturopathic medicine, blending it together. The psychic said, if you just do natro, uh, naturopathic, uh, medicine, you're going to die. So um, they went with this kind of this blending and she just went out there just looking for whatever was out there and open to it. And that's what kind of came to be this cancer plan of attack. She talks about that in the movie, uh, the yeah. clip that I saw. Uh, she gets excited. Excited. Get excited. It's exciting. She gets excited because now she has... She has a purpose. So she starts to write the plan out. She starts yes. to talk about what step one. Here's what you're going to do. Um, and as she goes through this, she's seeking advice from experts in their field. She goes to a naturopath in, in Waimanala, Dr. Jack. She goes uh, and she pursues Western medicine. Obviously, there's radiation therapy. There's there's uh, uh, chemo. There, chemo. Yeah, there's there's all of the, the medicines that go with that. And... She chronicles what works and what doesn't work, and she winds up putting to, putting it together in something that she can present to other patients, and that's that's in the movie too. That's in the movie, and it's, it's the the one thing when we talk about legacy of Krista will live on. That cancer plan of attack is something that if someone has cancer, is a, just a really good thing to read, and like this gives you a plan because she started from scratch. She did the legwork so that if you... This isn't something she Googled or no. she found on the... No one gave it to her. She this built through trial and error of yeah. what... And it, it says, hey, this is what works for me. Because she found stuff that she goes, that maybe the, this treatment works for other people, but this one didn't work for me. But this other treatment that maybe didn't work for these other people, that one worked for me. Um, and she was definitely most proud of that and definitely wanted that to live on after she passed away. And I know even when, um, this, this number is old, but I mean, she herself told me that at one point it had been downloaded over 10,000 times. I think it's on a Google, like yeah. a public Google share drive or yeah. something. Do we know where it is? Anybody to, can access. Can we tell people now where it is? Does anybody I, know I the link? I don't know the exact link, but that's something that I do want to add, you know, to the film because I think that's yeah. really important part that will keep going. Yeah. Um, and that and that cancer plan of attack isn't just for people that have cancer but um friends of the if friends, family, anybody um that's dealing with a person with cancer um can use this as a roadmap. And you know, um when you remember when Krista was back in her DJing days, she never didn't have a purse full of her mixed CDs on her and she would hand them out to the Lyft driver and just hand them out to random people like here listen to my mix listen to my mix and over the last few years she swapped out the CD for she had all these hard copies of her cancer plan of attack and she would hand them out to people because at that point she was known as like Krista like the cancer fighter so people would 
she would attract all these people that would ask questions and she would just be ready with har- actual hard copies yeah. of the cancer plan of attack of which we found when Mikey and I were cleaning out her apartment. I mean, there was, there was a lot of them, hmm. but yeah. she was always ready to always ready to hand one out to somebody to help them out. Yeah. Which goes to show again, you know, that she was always concerned about everyone else before her, you know, she's going through these things. So you don't have to deal with all this trial and error like i went through it this is what worked for me and i want you to know that this is not death sentence you know and there's a little clip in the movie where it's like she's watching another documentary and they're like yep stage four means you're pretty much gonna die and she's just <laughs> laughing at it you know <laughs> you know it's like um that's not really how i would react but yeah. that's how krista yeah. reacted to things the, you know the original the first time she got diagnosed they they don't like to tell you, but, you know, they have to tell you. And she asked, it's like they gave her six months to live. And she lived about, you know, almost five years after that and beat it not once, but beat it twice. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that in and of itself is bananas. Yeah, I want to introduce uh, a new guest that just arrived in the studio, another part of the super crew. Uh, known Krista for almost as long as the rest of us, too. Uh, Darren Drago here just arriving. Darren, hi. Thanks for coming in. Hey. Glad to be here. <laughs> Darren, we, we shared earlier stories of how you met. Would you, can you remember, do you, uh, you want to share the story of how you met Krista, where you were? The thing is, she was working, in the, she was in the military when we met, and she would get off, I would say, at like 4.45 in the morning and pop up at wherever we were at, at that ungodly hour. And that's... Did you say? <laughs> <laughs> what, Club 301? Yes, indeed. Yes, I didn't want to say yeah. I don't know what was on the table or not. But anyway, <laughs> she would pop up there at <laughs> that hour, and I would be like, who's this crazy girl just popping up now in her army fatigues? And then we hit it off from there. Yeah. Krista, uh, we didn't mention it in the intro, but uh, when I met her, she was still an, an enlisted. She was still in the Navy. Yeah. And she was Navy. working a, a high-profile, super-secret job. Uh, a la, uh, what's the name of the, the whistleblower? What's his name? Snowden. Snowden. Oh, yeah. Probably working very near him. She never said anything about it, but oh. I wouldn't. I wouldn't she doubt had... that she was in the next cubicle from yeah. the sky. She, she, what she did was she did. She was an IT girl. Yes. Um, working in the top secret facility, so she wasn't the one that was like the spy or whatever. But, but she when, would fix when, the spot. Yeah. yeah. When the guy with the top secret clearance Couldn't computer broke, his, his yeah. hotmail. Well, yeah. And, <laughs> and then she how, would go in and have to fix it. And that's how she got her name. That's how Super CW was born. Correct. That's ex- actually how she would, it came she to was, be. She was on the computer. Oh yeah. And there Probably. would be a, there was a few times where she was like, I can't tell you why, but I really think you should watch CNN today. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, she got the nickname Super CW because she was an amazing IT girl. And of course, you know, no one is a better friend than the person that can fix your computer. Absolutely. And she got lots of medals in the Navy. She was highly decorated, um, was really good um, in boot camp. She thought she was worried about it and just kind of aced it. Um, Traveled all over the world. All over the world. Stationed all over. And Italy. then decided to stay here. Yes, uh, and that's part. I don't know how far we actually go to uh, go into that in the movie, but she did talk about what kept her here. You know, there was something about the people, just the environment that she wanted to stay here. You know, uh, the first place was actually going to go back home to Washington, and she was like, "No, no, no, no." And so <laughs> she just kept kind of going place to place until Hawaii kind of came up, and that's where she stayed. This was home for her. Yeah, there's too many cool people here. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it really was. I mean, yeah. from what she told me, I mean, obviously there's like the mana and, you know, the island itself. But, you know, she always talked about just kind of that spirit of Aloha, the people here. And she really did had traveled all over the world for uh, for uh, the Navy. And she just yep. said as soon as she got here, she just knew. Yeah, this is home. Yeah, it seems like for her like disposition and her just like general outlook on life, like most places in the continent wouldn't be hospitable <laughs> to that to that outlook. Like, it, yeah, so yeah. yeah, I remember when I met her. Um, she had. Uh, I don't know what had happened right before I met her. I know that she had spent some time on the North Shore uh, or on the Windward side. She was really good friends with uh, 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 Natural Vibes. Those guys. Uh, she uh, was boning Wayne. Well, they were they were a couple. I wasn't gonna. They were dating for a year. Explain all yes. of that. Um, <laughs> but so like she had just come uh, from from a very very island experience. Uh, yeah. And then she came and she met us city folk. Uh, and she wound up, you know, being a part of, of, of the urban culture, like defining it at some point, you know, with really, you know, with her blog and what was going on around town. Not only with her blog, but I mean, she just was the person that went to every single event when and if she everyone went to else party, was... it was special. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That was part of it. Uh, so anyway, she, uh, uh, unless her, it was so... that one party with Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. we went somewhere else after that. So, yeah. yeah. Uh. Kathy with a K just walked in. Kathy actually uh, wound up uh, being a longtime friend of Krista's as well. Uh, I know that uh, in, in the last few years, you were helping her with her Sunday night show that she had here at the radio station. She was helping out with BAMP Projects Next mm -hmm. uh, at Star 1019. Uh, but you know you knew her before that. What's your Kristen? I know Krista Krista sober. Story? I don't know about you guys. I'm just walking in here and I'm just like I feel like I'm at a, some kind of speakeasy. Hello, men. How are you doing? That's a good point. I was gonna say that. <laughs> well, actually, I knew I met I, my earliest recollection of Chris was back when I was still drinking. But I remember I was like saying it was in a bar with monkeys. There were. The monkey bar? No, 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 no. What was it? Blue Tropics. Blue Tropics. Okay, so Blue Tropics. And it, it had was when live I was... monkeys in the bar. So I was Which working... is totally not woke, but whatever. <laughs> it was a different time. Um, but I think, I don't know if I was at KIKI with uh, Fred Rico was my programmer kind of thing back then before KSK. Anyways, but uh, Olena Hugh had walked in. It was like or before an event had started, and I was... I saw this person bounding in with blonde hair, and she's like, so Elena's like, oh, this is uh, Krista. Krista, this is Kathy with a K. And she's like, oh, it's like, I've heard of you. And I'm like, I, it was like, it was a lot. But it was, <laughs> so, and then when she, then when she left, I asked Elena, I go, is she like, like for real? Or is it like a put upon kind of persona? She's like, no, she's, she's really like that. And then so over the seasons when we would spend time together, like, Another brilliant moment was uh, top of the Sheraton. There was a go so, ahead. Let's name drop the parties. What was it called? Something, some little party. I don't know. There was a thing. It only happened every other week because they couldn't yeah. get their crap together. I Free know parking, whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Skyline. We've mentioned it earlier. So uh, I remember going and uh, getting to the the chaos, the organized chaos, because I hadn't had any drinks yet. But I would see Krista. And it was just like, hey, and like she had her camera and it was like this bustling kind of organism of like love and drinks and music. And it was just like, oh, my gosh, she'd be like, hey, she's like, 
hi, Kathy. And she would just be super well, because I would hear about these parties, but I'd be like, I don't know. I, I might go in there and be like, are you here to pick up your kid? I'm like, no, I'm here. Uh, no. Uh, I'm just here to, yeah, thank, where's, uh, but I remember seeing Krista, and she, it would just be, like, super fun. Like, I would have my little uh, point and shoot, and she would have her camera, so we would, like, take pictures of each other, and then mm-hmm. we'd end up posting it up. And then she'd be always reminding people, um, check out the Honolulu Nightlife Diaries. Mm-hmm. And I think the her post, that was like the first well thought out, like I don't know how she found time, I'm getting chickens again, to blog things, to yeah. edit photos, to post things up. And she would be so mad if she didn't post it up in a timely fashion, mm-hmm. you know, and it was just like super And amazing. she wasn't getting paid for it. No. For, uh, this no. is just something yeah. she did for love. You know, it's like everybody's got a deadline for work. No, this is just her personal deadline yeah. to do it. And then, of course, when she posted it, she knew the names of every person in every photo that no, she posted. Not only that, but then would link, like, anyone with a website, the venue, yes. like, the promoter. Everyone got links and shout-outs, and that's what, if you think about it, like, it was an extension of her real life persona which is i'm gonna uplift mm-hmm. you as a person in real life and then i'm going to use the blog to uplift the entire scene and do everything i can to put everybody on blast because she just wanted everybody and everything to succeed and be excited yeah. Yeah. in a positive way yeah, yeah and, and not only that <laughs> oh good. Be awesome. awesome marty can you, can you make us another drink yeah. Do you have something else uh, in the Marty, mix for Marty, quit us? drinking and make us drinks. <laughs> yeah, now, I was going to actually CW. add that um, she actually had to hand code that web um, site because there wasn't programs like there is today. Wow. I don't even this know is, what that means. This is pre-WordPress. <laughs> yes. This is backslash she would have to hand squiggly code line BR break. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. she had her best of, the best of Super CW. Oh, yeah. 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 Got to get on the mic, Kathy. Radio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. Come on. Hey, Kathy, who's in radio, when you talk, you got to get on the mic. It's so right. different because it's a podcast. I don't take it seriously. Oh. No, I'm kidding. Oh. Hey, we don't either. That's fine. Oh. All right, Marty, you're up. What okay. you got? Uh, well, I just want to note that uh, Darren just filled himself a, a glass of vodka over here, which I love. Let's not exaggerate. <laughs> it's three quarters of a glass, Marty. Okay, three quarters of a glass. Yeah. It's, it's like a sex on the beach, basically. Without without the juice. <laughs> I got enough of that. Uh, I was going to make us some chilled Tito shots. Chilled Tito sh- No one wants to talk into the mic. Chilled Tito shots, said okay. Marty. And why that? From next door. Krista. Uh, Again, talking into the mic. That was one of Krista's drinks was chilled vodka back in the day. So why not? Just straight up chilled straight Tito's. Chilled. Her and Becker were just, would just drink straight up chilled vodka or vodka sodas. Like champs. Wow. Like champs. Well, actually, interestingly enough, is what most people don't realize is Krista actually never really liked to drink and didn't drink that much. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it took, I think we hung out for a year before I realized she was holding like, the that same you're drink. not drinking. <laughs> because when you're out drinking with a bunch of people that are drinking in, in the chaos and the fun of everything you think everyone is doing what you're doing <laughs> yeah. and she was just had the energy and would just be a busy body on her camera and then i i finally it took me a year yeah. and she goes yeah when you give me shots i just hand them off to other people <laughs> or whatever yeah. it's like you know, a whole thing you know how many wave drink tickets i spent on her before i realized she wasn't drinking them <laughs> <laughs> and she gave them all to boys yeah. uh, yeah. uh band project uh the local promotion company they're pretty much international here in honolulu 
BAMP Project has a Sunday hour on KUCD Star 1019, and it's from 9 to 10. Back when Flash was doing promotions and marketing with BAMP Project and Republic, he would host the show, and he would bring on different co-hosts, and p- different people would do the music playlist. Uh, when he stepped away from BAMP, he gifted the show to a couple of his former co-hosts, uh, and that would be Super CW and uh, DJ uh, Uzilla, Yui, um, and that worked out really nicely. And, and Yui's, all, and Yui still does it, the show. Who she do it with now? She does it. Uh, well, I, I don't know if it's permanent, but we're trying out Gnarly, who's going to be DJing mm. with Yui. They're both DJing on uh, this Saturday, February 16th, at Krista's Life Celebration. And so this show that Kathy is referring to, Kathy actually produced the show and did all the voice work, uh, recorded all the voice work for it. So she would be in the studio with Krista every week uh, recording this show. And it's a, if, you, if you've ever been in a studio with anybody like we are right now, it's a, it's a fairly intimate situation for sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a weird thing to talk in front of a mic when that's not what you do for a living in front of someone like Kathy, who's a pro. So it's, it's a very... Except right now, I'm right. Yeah. my waterworks here. It's, okay. it's a very vulnerable situation that, that you get in with people, and it's, um, it's a unique relationship. And uh, so I, I definitely wanted to have Kathy in here uh, talking a little bit. We've talked about how we know Krista, how we've met her, stories that we've shared with her. For people that met her briefly or knew of her or saw her but didn't get to connect with her like uh, many of us did, what would be the best way for you, you think, uh, what do you think the best way for her to be remembered would be? And let's just go around the room and just kind of, what do you think? What, what do you think the best remembrance of Krista would be? I'll start. Where's your drinks? Get excited. <laughs> it's exciting. Get excited. It's exciting. Here, cheers. 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 That is Krista in a nutshell. Get excited. It's exciting. Marty? (laughs) I'm loving Krista's vodka. (laughs) (laughs) Let me wash down this Tito (laughs) shot with this cocktail real quick. (laughs) Talk into the mic. Okay, sorry. Uh, Jeez, I, I I still have seen... Her black and white BMW driving around, and whenever I see one of those little, the little two door hatchbacks or one like it, it just brings back so many memories of her, just so many good times. And I, and I think yeah, it, it's when I see that car around town and, and anything powwow, any of those murals, is how I remember. I almost think of her as like a living mural on the side of one of the buildings in Kakaako. Hmm. You know what hmm. I mean? Did you hear that, Kamea? Yeah. 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 Casey, maybe you can stop painting your girlfriend for once. (laughs) Paint someone else. Wow. Wow. Love you, Kamea. Jasper, still please paint on Saturday. (laughs) Krista's face right now is like, what? Darren, how would you want Krista to be remembered? Like what Flash said, she would all, I mean, she, he always, she always said what he just said, but also she would always walk into a room and say, I effing love us. Always. <laughs> always. And we're like, yeah, we get it. You love us. But she really did love us. Yeah. Mikey? Um, I think the right question is, uh, how do you forget her? 
because she's like, she's in everything. Like as soon as I walk out the door, you know, every person I see, um, like, like Marty said, like the walls, like everything that makes this place what it is today, Krista had at least a small hand in it. And um, like, I was at this uh, collective called Hui Aloha where we're, we're kind of like uh, working on like how to like uh, help out, you know, the the homeless communities that are getting organized. And I saw my uh, seventh grade teacher for the first time in like, I don't know, 15 years. And she immediately came up to me and started getting really choked up and just talked about Krista and how she uh, she took the insanity workouts that we did, um, you know, at, at, at my my gym and then uh, took it to uh, the temple where where my English teacher was and, and turned it into Zen sanity because she had memorized the whole workout. And she was telling me about how much she would talk about me and 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 every person who I care about in my life is just somehow connected or uh, is where they are because of something Krista did. So yeah, I'll, I'll, we can remember her because it'll be impossible to forget. <laughs> well said. That's well said. Gerard, you're creating a video memory of her. Uh, what's, if, if people take away one thing from that film, uh, what do you want that to be? I'm, I'm just going to channel what... She kept saying to me what she, she wanted the goal of the movie to be, and she was she she would always yell, "We're gonna change lives, <laughs> we're gonna change lives," <laughs> and that was her goal of the movie. That's the ult- the the goal of the movie was not to tell Krista's life or her story. Her ultimate goal was, "We're gonna change lives," and she kept saying that every time. And provide hope. Yeah. Yeah, and and that was the thing she just kept saying over and over and over over and over again, and that's all she wanted to do. And that was the goal of the movie. And you know, when people see the movie, I mean, I don't think of any finer tribute to a person than actually having a movie when you go. I I don't think any of us are going to have a movie like she has. Um, you know, and it's something that goes through her whole life and kind of explains in a very short time like who she was. And we're showing this movie at the Republic on Saturday at 6 p.m. And Gerard is going to introduce the movie. Which yeah. is going to be great. Don't don't be late, so you you'll be able to catch that. There's a, it's a Krista long. Krista hates plan. it when you're late. <laughs> he hates it. hates it when you're late. That's true. <laughs> and we uh, and I have to say, it's only thirty minutes of the movie. You know, we you know, it's the shortened version. Shortened version. It's the happy version. Happy version and the fuller version. The version that really Krista wants everyone to see because not everything is roses. Um, and definitely when it comes to cancer or anything, when it deals with mortality. Um, there's ups and downs and she definitely wanted people to know that's normal and she wanted to share her story. Um, and that's a story, you know, that I just got noticed that we will be showing at HIF in spring and that, right, congratulations. Uh, yeah. And we will show the full version then. Um, and, um, and I think people will be moved. Um, her note to me <laughs> and she kept saying it over is make it positive. Make it a feel-good movie. <laughs> and so I've done my best to put her notes into it, yeah, to make it that. And, uh, you know, I think in the end, I think when people watch it, they're going to they're gonna feel good about just life in general. And, and, and not only that, but just who Krista was um, and who she represented.
And you're going to be filming, right, a little bit on Saturday? I will Saturday? be filming because, uh, as I told Flash, the story isn't complete quite yet. Um, I think there's going to be you know, some things that happen on Saturday, and I will be filming. See if there's a way to kind of incorporate that. I mean, he told me the Helm story, and I think that was just a nice little thing about how she impacted him enough to write a song about her. Um, and he didn't even really know her. I mean, he knew her. They knew, like, hi, Johnny, hi, Krista. But, I mean, it impacted him enough, yeah, that he wrote a song. He wrote the whole song in two days. So it it, it's, it goes to what I said, that she continues to make an impact even after she's gone. Before we wrap, I, I just want to share one thing that I remember about her that I think uh, I will remember her. Um, from the moment I met her, when she put her bag down outside the wave and told her friend she refused to go home yeah. <laughs> because she was enjoying the moment, uh, to uh, every memory I have of her now where we would be driving in separate vehicles and she would text me 102.7 right now and then we would go to that station and there'd be a great song that we both know and we'd both enjoy that driving in separate cars at the same time. Can we edit that to be 93.9 to beat instead? <laughs> I guess. I guess. This is in 2004 what? though so you weren't, you weren't around then. Um, or when... Uh, or when you know we were uh, hanging out at an event or something like that, and I would be looking at my phone, incessantly addicted to social media, uh, and she would casually tell me, "Do people still do that at parties?" <laughs> uh, it was constantly a reminder to be in the moment, be present now, mm -hmm. be present now. What's happening right now is awesome, and if you're not here right now, then you won't remember it. And that's one thing that she constantly told me. Our entire friendship and I think that a lot of people had the same experience with her because she would share how much she was enjoying the moment and I think that alone helped other people be there and so I think if you could remember anything about her it's that when you're there be with the people you're with and enjoy the moment get excited it's get exciting. Excited. it's exciting yeah. another drink <laughs> another drink you're right she was as present as any person probably any of us have ever met mm -hmm. always present Always present, and in this age of digital phone addiction, uh, she never had it. You know, it, it, even even in taking the photos at events, you know, she was always connected. Let's go. <laughs> let's, <laughs> Kathy, <laughs> uh, let's go around the room real quick. Let's uh, put out our socials. Everybody, let us know how we can reach you, uh, Gerard. How can we find out more about you in the movie? Uh, the, uh, Super CW, the movie, I believe, is the Facebook tag. I could be wrong on it's, that. Uh, uh, Super CW, the film. The film, I, I think, yeah. yeah. Yeah, on Facebook, um, that's how we're kind of giving everyone, you know, kind of the information they need about where the movie's going. We definitely want people who supported it, kickstarted it, to um, go there, come in Hawaii, put some money behind it. Um, you know, so again, this is something that will go help breast cancer. People will see this movie, be inspired. Um, and I think that's the best way to get, you know, contact about where the movie's going. Um Ultimately, we want the movie to go out for free. We never, ever want to make money off of this. This is something that just wants to be a resource. Like, this is Krista. This is what she did. Um, please share, share, share. And that's ultimately our goal. This is as many people as possible. And the full movie is going to be able to be seen. At HIF. At, at, in the spring HIF. Spring HIF. And then I, I think we'll find a way to host it somewhere. Or we'll figure out the game plan after yeah. that. Yeah. I think that, number one thing we want to do is make sure that people see it um 
definitely at this time, I think it's it's it, the time is now to kind of show it. Yeah. All right. yeah. Thanks, Gerard. And, and you can see the 30 minutes of it Saturday at the Republic, 6 p.m. Mikey, how can we find you, follow you? Yeah, um, I just want to thank Gerard for for doing that, for making that film, because it's, like, it's such a beautiful gift to her. And um, I don't know. Just my Twitter is Kataoke Computer. Wow, throwing <laughs> out the Twitter. I like it. <laughs> Taking it old school. Yeah. Which, by the way, I got introduced to Twitter, and from so Krista. did Maleko oh, yeah. from Krista on our podcast. Yeah. She yeah. used to host on the, the original Club 301 podcast. Yep. Yeah. Where she would come in and she would host our she did a our bit, digital a segment. tech bites segment. Yeah, which is like, what's the latest, hippest thing? Because Krista, of course, was always on to the new, new before anybody else. <laughs> yeah. What is this MySpace thing you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Marty, where do we follow you? What's the, the Instagram or Twitter or hashtag at the uh, bar? Ne- uh, next door, hi. Next door, HI, you can find me. Next door, HI, okay. Yeah. So I'm trying to turn up your mic because you're not talking into <laughs> Sorry. Next door, HI. How's okay. that? There you go. That's perfect. Uh, Kathy, your, uh, your social? Just at Kathy with a well, K. All of a sudden, the radio jock gets shy around a mic. Weird. Weird. At Kathy with a K. Uh, you can go old school and Google me at Darren Durego or wow. at CelebuGay.com. Okay. Did you just tell people to Google you? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wait, did you say at celebugay.com? Doc, you have, a, you have your own dot com? I got to go check this out. Oh, it's not, it's not like yours. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't want to watch gay porn, just follow Darren on Instagram <laughs> at celebugay. You don't want to see me. <laughs> uh, thank you all for coming in today. Thank you Thanks, for sharing guys. your Thanks stories for uh, you. and for helping to perpetuate the memory of Krista. Uh, we will see you Saturday at the Republic for the celebration of life. Uh, more information can be found on all of our Instagram pages mm-hmm. uh, and, of course, at bantproject.com. Uh, the event is not sold out yet. Jointherepublic.com. Uh, but it will still be at uh, it will yeah. be at some point hosted by us, which is I don't us. know if that's a draw or not, but uh, but definitely come down even despite the fact that we're hosting. <laughs> well, Olena is going to be hosting, and that's oh, you definitely want to get there for Olena. Next podcast coming up next Wednesday, February twentieth. We have Naomi Hazelton, founder, editor in chief of Pacific Edge Magazine and Las Vegas Bound Magazine. Check out a new show usually every Wednesday afternoon on my blog at star one hundred nine dot com. But now, thanks to Maleko, we're finally on Spotify. Yes, in fact, we are on every podcast network published: Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio. Uh, 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 Potify, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> we're on everything out there. Plus, we've did got you our... just make Potify up? Or... No, that's, that's a real thing. One. It's a real thing. thing. Yeah. Uh, Anywhere you're listening to a podcast, just search Maleko and Flash, and you will find it. And, and it... if you want more information, you can go to our official website. We've revived Club301.com, yep. which was just the, went up. the name of our original podcast. Uh, we've got links there to subscribe. We've got uh, other information there, plus some pictures and some fun. So go and check that. That's out. actually probably the best way would be to go to the Club301.com because it's. It's so well Everything done. that you can subscribe to Overcast yeah. there. You can subscribe to all your favorite podcast apps there as well. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yay. Thank you. Special mahalo to Tito's for making us funnier. <laughs> and uh, for Naomi Hazelton for being hot. At Pacific Edge Magazine. That's sure fine. <laughs> and uh, look, how do I win my flask cap? I already forgot because I've had too much Tito's.
All right, so if you want to win your very own flask cap, which is the new yes. way to enjoy a beverage doing yes. your favorite activity, here's what you've got to do. Take a picture of you doing something awesome that would be 10 times more awesome if you had a flask cap while you were doing it. So it could be a picture of you hiking Cocoa Head. Yeah. Maybe a picture of you on the beach. Uh, maybe surfing. Maybe if you were on a boat. Ideally... Somewhere where maybe you're not supposed to have the alcohol. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe it wouldn't be the appropriate thing. Yeah. Please don't send a picture of, of you driving. But if you're a passenger, is that okay? If you're riding in a there lift, you go. absolutely. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Of you riding in a lift, absolutely. So take a picture of you doing something awesome that would be 10 times more awesome with a flask cap, hiding five ounces of your favorite liquor, where you can mix it up and have a good time. Hashtag Maleco and Flash. Hashtag flask cap. That's, flask cap. Yeah, that's F L A S K A P. If you put those two flask tags or those two hashtags, <laughs> <laughs> I just came up with a new yeah, word for yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> flask Put those two hashtags on your post, and uh, we will pick a winner every week to win a flask cap. How dope is that? And if you want to win it, just post it now, and we'll let you know via the Insta. Do it. Hey, that's it. So if you liked what you heard, which, which is unlikely, but that's fine. But if you did, tell your friends. Yes. How would I tell my friends? How how does this iHeart app podcast thing work? Really, really good. Look up. You see you see those three dots at the top of the screen there on the right? Click that. That's the uh, the okay. share button. Check. Got and it. then you can uh, email it. You can text your friends. You can copy the link. You could post it on social media. Yeah. Just post it on social media. We don't I'll, want I'll you to text your friends or email them. We want every we want as many people mm-hmm. to know about this as possible. So yeah. don't be shy. And don't forget to follow us on social. I'm at DJ Maleco. I'm at Flashy808. That's Flashy with two E's. Or I guess if you turn the still talking. If like, you turn the push up. notifications on on your on your app, then it will automatically tell you. I'm not listening. That there's I've a new show coming up. Left the room. <laughs> no one cares. Oh, I so want to hear more. <laughs> hey! 